welcome to No Pyro No Podcast, an Armada fan cast. This is episode 12. Uh, we are going to be reviewing the uh, game number seven, the Armada versus the Roots at home at UNF Hodges Stadium. I'm Brian Lewis. I have with me Daniel. Do you want to say anything, Daniel? Hello. I also have Derek G. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Happy to be here with you guys. So here, here's the nice uh, preposition for you. I did not catch the match this last week, and I was returning home from a, from a family trip in D.C. Shame. Oh, Shame. Yeah. How, how dare you on Father's Day spend time with your family? Oh, dear, <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, that, that stinks. My rabbit ears didn't catch the game. So oh, I'm going to ask okay. you guys, paint the picture for me. What did I miss? How, how great of a game was it, or was it not a great game? Well, I actually missed the game too. Um, oh, great! I was actually okay. in. <laughs> I was in Nashville at a bachelor party, but I was uh, catching here and there, and then I just rewatched the game uh, over the last couple days. Uh, it was uh, kind of uh, exciting knowing the outcome was a win. Um, rewatching the game, so it wasn't uh, wasn't stressful, but it was a uh, it was pretty good. Um, I guess the stream. Uh, I don't. I don't know about you, Dan. I think you were at the match. But the, the stream picked up in the fifth minute. Apparently, they were uh, having some technical difficulties. Yeah, there were audio. Yeah, there were some audio issues as well. Couldn't hear uh, JJ very well uh, throughout the entire match. But uh, um, Mike Jenkins coming in loud and clear. Uh, it also took me a little while to get the clock up and uh, get the score up as well. So a couple of okay. uh, little technical difficulties. But the one one thing that was interesting for me is was this uh, starting lineup. Um, and, you know, we we're coming off a you know a short turnaround and uh, some uh, saw saw a few faces in the starting lineup that we haven't seen before. Yeah, I'm yeah. seeing someone in the net that uh, hopefully we were wanting to see earlier in the season. I'm glad to see Cameron Cam Roswell, Roswell was yeah. back. So uh, uh, it was uh, good to see him. I know last year. What do you have? Um, I think he had two clean sheets last year, and he's had a total of uh, of, of six shutouts in an Armada uniform. So it, it was definitely great to see him in net since the first six games weren't a clean sheet for us. So uh, I was kind of excited about that. Yeah, we also had... Uh... Uh, Pinzone in and in, in starting, I guess, since the first time. Did he start in the Open Cup or did he come in as a sub? Um, he, he started in the Open Cup, and I think he um, played in one other game this year. Um, but the, it was one of those Tommy K full rotation, um, get everyone into the um, – knowing that there's two games over a four-day four day period. So he wanted to make sure that our legs, which is one of our biggest strengths – is when we sub people, we have equally talented people coming in. So um, uh, on the top, we had Adriano, Taylor, and Tyler Richardson um, on the top. And then in the midfield from left to right, we had uh, Micah Thomas on the left wing back, Linus Dahl in the center, paired with Toby McCollum, and Jed Bowman on the right. And then on our back three was Redmore, who's normally a starter. And then Gavin Pinzone was the middle. Uh, guy and then Zachary Reynolds was the guy in the back right. Right, and as you said, uh, Cam Braswell between the sticks. Right. 
So yeah, it was it was a it was you know like I said sometimes you never know what you're going to see right from one week to the next, and so it was nice to see some fresh faces in the starting lineup. Well, well, it was nice to see with not only fresh faces, but there was a lot of JFC influence in those uh um in that squad. Um, Tyler Richardson, Micah Thomas, Gavin Penzone, Cameron Broswell, all JFC kids. Right, right, yeah, for sure. All right, let's so, get down. Let's get into the breakdown of the match. So, um, I so thought, when the game kicked sorry. off, I, I just saw a lot of one-way traffic with the Armada. They had the high press going, and that they, they were doing a lot of attacking from the left-hand side with Micah Thomas, and for just we just weren't getting the crosses to connect, um, or they did connect. It was like right at the keeper where he was able to. They were able to block it, but that for. From minute five to about minute ten to twelve, that's to me all I saw was one way traffic. Right. Yeah. It was uh, definitely um, kind of like what we used to see in the old days, right? And uh, I have to give a shout out to uh, to the Roots uh, keeper. He had a a, a big day, um, even though he did let in two. Um, he really got a workout. Yeah. So um, in the twelfth minute, though, the Armada actually got going. Um, they had a free kick to the left-hand side to Adriano, who uh, headed it to Tyler Richardson, um, and then passed it back to Adriano, who actually moved to the right-hand side, and he found the ball in some space, sent a low cross out uh, to the center of just outside the six-yard box, and Angus Taylor's right there and just puts it in the back of the net, which I was kind of excited. Um, if, if you remember the last podcast, we were – We've kind of been on Angus because we got to get him going if we want to succeed. And this was two straight games now that he's found the back of the net. And that was his fourth goal in the season. So it's good to see, keep seeing him find uh, being in the right spot to, to find a goal. Yeah, it was, it was a, uh, a lovely goal for sure. And um, like you said, it was great to get to, uh, to see him getting back on the, uh, the, the scoring sheet. Yeah, especially since he has one of those high two two word phrases that you like to use. What was that? What's, what's that phrase, Dan? Uh, that would be um, work and rate. He puts those two together, <sighs> makes makes magic. Yeah, so he's he, he's definitely one of the hardest workers on the pitch with that high press. So it's, it's great to see someone like him who's worked so hard start finding the back of the net um, pretty often. Um, and then honestly, for most of the rest of the first half, um, it, it was a lot of one-way traffic. Occasionally, the the roots would get a um, get a counter going, um, but in the first half, Cameron Broswell kind of stood up to all the um, challenges. I know the roots had a uh, set piece from a corner that they they found a guy and he slotted it, which should have been a goal into the right top corner, but um, he ended up finding finding his way to the ball and pushing it out right yeah you know my feelings on set pieces and uh i thought for sure that that one was going in so great job by yeah. cam to uh to save that yep so and then um armada ended up getting a second goal in the 34th minute um it was actually pretty good build-up play um it had a lot of people involved with uh reynolds uh 
who ended up getting over to Redmore, who slips the pass to Richardson, who finds Micah Thomas. Micah Thomas ends up beating the first defender, crosses into Adriano, who was on the right um, attacking in. He shoots it. Keeper's able to block that, but it bounces right in front to Taylor, which the ball went in. I'm not sure if it was... Uh, I know Taylor was credited with the goal. I don't know if... Uh, uh, if the Roots defender ended up heading it into the goal before it went in, but uh, either way, Armada's up 2 nothing in the 34th minute. At that point in time, probably could have been up by a few more. Yeah, yeah. unlike the uh, two of you, I was there to see with my own eyes and had no idea who had scored that goal. It was really hard to see, um, even though it was down at our end right in front of us. Um, no idea who exactly scored. Um, I watched the replay and still watching the replay from that, you know, we have such a high camera um, when we play at UNF and um, it's still hard to say. It may, it may have, may have deflected. I don't know if it was off a header or if it deflected off his chest. It was a little bit of a deflection, but uh, they did credit him with the goal. So yeah, and the, the rest of the half was pretty much more one-way traffic. Uh, we were finding great, uh, great balls into the box it just or right outside the box and we just weren't uh weren't finishing um the rest of the half but it was a very exciting uh first half when that we got went up to nothing on a team we beat 7-2 earlier in the season away and so it kind of uh kind of was a good sign especially since we needed a a plus 5 goal differential to climb into a tie for first place Right. I think in the first half, the Roots looked very, uh, you know, a lot more organized um, than they did uh, at the, in the first match of the season. Um, some of that can be probably put down as they weren't getting, you know, shelled as hard um, as they were, but they, they they soaked it up much better this time around than I think they did the uh, the first time. They, they haven't been, like, they, they're... I, I don't want to say they haven't been a bad team because they're absolutely winless this year um but they're going into this game their last three games they lost by one goal and one of those games they lost it in like the 90th minute so they they've been competitive lately so like uh if you remember from last episode i I mentioned this could be a trap game for the for the armada um if they slept on them they they have been playing well um we do have a lot of young players in the squad we did have a heavy rotation in the squad um those young players in that heavy rotation are up to nothing at the half. So uh, Micah Thomas stood out to me. Um, Adriano stood out. Angus Taylor had two goals. Uh, Zachary Reynolds, this was uh, one of the first times I remember him standing out on the playing out of that back line. Um, I thought he played amazing on that uh, on that right-hand side, as good as uh, Shanley or Alex Smith in previous uh, previous games. And Tyler Richardson was a uh, uh, very explosive and put the team in great positions w- with his play. How about going into you know the halftime break? Were you still confident that it was going to be uh, you know a, a victory for the Armada at the end of the night? Well, or... you know, yeah, I would definitely say that it was. It, we were you know very upbeat um at that point just because of the way we looked we didn't have you know it, i would say it was you know I, I was hoping for you know another another two maybe three more goals um the way we were looking in that first half so um 
yeah, it was definitely positive at that point. I I thought the team was uh in good shape. I thought they were going to get uh, another couple goals early in the second half, and then when they made the mass subs, you can see that Mason Turnbridge, uh, Tunbridge, Ida Coimbra, and Gio uh, Giancarlo Vaccaro were all sitting on the bench. So it's like this might get ugly real quick. Um, so we actually stood a pretty good chance to making up that goal differential is what. Uh, my thoughts was thinking while uh, in between drinks at the bars. <laughs> well, that may have affected your thinking some. Just a little. Normally does. Yeah, normally does. All right, so let's roll into uh, second half. So um, we come out, you know, pretty, you know, pretty uh, attacking minded again. Um, in the 48th minute, we had a free kick uh, from about 25 yards out that. Uh, if I remember correctly, this is the one that hit the underside of the crossbar and bounced down. Um, yeah. Yeah, I thought for sure that that was going in. You could hear it uh, audibly, and that was down at the other end from where we were at. You could hear it when it hit, um, and I thought for sure it was going to you know, bounce in, but uh, you know, inches, inches uh, for sure. Yeah, they, it was uh, – they, they definitely had a few chances, but it's uh... – Second half got a little different, and uh, though they, the roots were hitting us on counter attack, so it was a lot of um, two way traffic for once. Um, they, they they put themselves in some really good attacking positions, and some of them was uh, saved by Broswell. Um, some of them were uh, shots uh, wide, but they they were that they they definitely i don't know if it was mainly our, our back three the the whether it was reynolds or pinzone they tended to drive the ball forward because they were given space to take away the pass and invited them to go forward um so they did right. um i don't know if that was the biggest reason why they were hitting us more with the counter attack because we were our formation was a little out of sorts but uh, whatever their game plan was it was working it was it was getting them back into the game yeah i would so, agree i then, would agree i would agree with you on that and then um 62nd minute though the game came to a very 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 abrupt halt uh, because apparently there was lightning in the area yeah what was crazy was there were clouds all around us we got a very 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 light sprinkle um and the way the way that the sky looked, you know, when we kind of pulled up our phones, looked at the radar, I thought for sure that we were going to get more, a longer delay, because you could still see stuff popping um, on the radar and visually. Um, but I guess it was outside; they were, they were far enough away. Um, and just what as is it, we five were miles heading, or eight miles, that uh, if lightning strikes, you know, I'm not sure. I want to say five. That sounds doesn't sound right. But I, it, like it could be five, um, but we were walking back in. They, they, the players had come back out for work because we were, we went out to the parking lot. Um, it was walking back in, and we heard a boom, um, just as we were getting up to to go back in through the doors. And we thought, oh no, that was going to be, um, you know, it was going to be, we're going to delay us again. And we, no, it turned out not. We we, were, we went right back out and uh, started back again. Well, it, as long as the uh, second half started, though, and we're winning, 
they called the game with that's an automatic win for the Armada, so I would have uh I'd have been okay with that. That I remember there was a game last year at Episcopal that uh, I think it was one of the playoff games when we were down like one nothing. I think it was Naples. Um there was like lightning in the area and I was worried about them calling it um during halftime and but they ended up sneaking the game back in so that we were able to finish it. Yeah, I think so, that's when we ended when, up winning the game. That was when Nathan was arguing with the referees, uh, the officials in the tunnel. I believe was that game. Yeah, could be wrong. Right down. I, I know so, there was a l- little bit of arguing back at that Naples game. There was a uh, that number ten kid just uh, talking a lot of trash. Yeah, imagine and, and that. diving all over the place. I think he ended up uh, taking a few laps in the pool right right next door to the soccer field uh, at the end. <laughs> So, all right. So, um, we had the restart in the 63rd between the six second and 63rd. Um, Mason subs come on at that yep, point. That's true. Thank you. Who were the subs so, that came on? It was, um, I know Linus Dahl came off, um, Tyler Richardson came off, and um, I think Taylor came off, and Giancarlo Vaccaro came on, um, Edu Coimbra came on but played in the center of the of the top three and mason tunbridge played with uh, uh toby mccollum um Edu, um this is the first time in three years that i can think of um that he actually played on the very top of the uh formation um have you guys recalled any game that he wasn't on the wing no yeah and honestly i I thought he uh he played great up there. He he was uh he, he was holding the ball up and playing himself out of danger but also setting up a lot of key passes um that was just freeing people up on goal um where he he could have had another three assists um in the second half. Right. So um but in the 69th minute, though, we did have some trouble. Um, there was a Roots player on the far side of the field. Um, he ended up, they had a throw in, and he just runs right through Reynolds, and I think Jed Bowman was the other defender, and gets right into the box and just lines it up and just rifles it past uh, um, Roswell to get a goal, and all of a sudden it's a 2-1 game. It's like, ooh, it's a... Uh, this game isn't going exactly how we're uh, yeah, expecting this, it. It's kind of competitive right now. <laughs> this was another game I was hoping for the clean sheet, and um, I thought we were going to get it um, for sure. Seeing Cam, not that I'm faulting any other goalkeepers, but having having Cam in there and we're playing the Roots, I thought for sure we were going to have that clean sheet, and to no avail. Uh, they knocked that one in, and all of a sudden, like you said, it's 2-1. Yeah, but the problem is thinking that uh we're gonna shut out the roots um last year or we we won two seven this year last year we won one four away and we won four three at home year before that we won five zero at home and what was the where's the roots away game um three nothing so we haven't shut them out in two years now so it's that they do tend to find one or two goals a game usually. Um, they're not 
they might be the best 0-8 team in the in the conf in the country right now, if that makes any sense. <laughs> yeah, I mean they've they've had a, a this uh you know, from where they started at the beginning of the season, they are doing much better. Um maybe they're one of those teams that needs like a thirty game season or something, you know, they're gonna build up their momentum. What to win uh, one? They're still well, yeah, slow start slow starters. I was looking at the remaining two games that they have in their schedule. Do you know who they have to play left? Uh, yes, they play Tallahassee and then they play Southern States. Yeah. So, and I made the prediction off off podcast a while back. I think they'll draw with Tallahassee, so I think they won't they won't end with a you know no point season. But yeah. Okay. Well, you jumping into previews for yeah uh, another segment. So. Uh, yeah, I like it. <laughs> I he's, like he's, it. He's he's uh called that out and says set it in stone. I'm just well, yeah. I mean, off off podcast, I I made the point. I think Tallahassee's going to draw through the remainder of the season. Man, you like know. that that's that's a bold statement. I I think Tallahassee is the second best team in the in the conference. I know the record doesn't say that, but my the eye test tells me that. So what's even uh, better is if is if they end up drawing out. I don't know if they uh let me I know I'm way off topic, guys. Bear with me. But if they end up drawing out, if Pensacola gets a win or something like that, they might be out of the playoffs. Tallahassee. Wow. Yeah, well it's well that, that's about that? if Brian? they draw if they if they draw out, uh they won't be because uh um Right now they're negative seven in goal differential, so if they draw out. They're still ne- uh, they're still negative six, and Tallahassee is plus one. So that would be a very large uh, goal differential for Tallahassee to make up over two games, versus Pensacola staying at minus six. So that yeah, uh, Pensacola I, has three games left to play though. So right, but if you said they draw out, that the, the same Tallahassee draws out, and they have two games, so they'll end up at thirteen points. And Pensacola is sitting at eight with three games to go. Oh, if Tallahassee draws out, they're still in. All right, one hundred percent. Brian, bringing the hot takes before we yeah. even uh, before we even finish the uh, finish the match report. Well, you guys went on, so, on the roots, but go on. But um, but let, let let's just rush through the second half. I want to get to that segment. Oh, so um, the rest of the second half, it was very up and down both ways. Um, I don't know if it was tired legs or just Roots were playing a little better um, defensively and in the counter, Um, but it was very exciting for any neutrals that were watching the game. Um, They they had a couple good chances to tie it, and even one at the very, very end that they had a header, a free header that uh, almost went to the right-hand corner again, top top right bin that um, Broswell just like stared at as it just goes right by the goal. So it's, they, they played very well. They, they played well enough that I thought they, they could have earned a draw in the second half. Oh, I don't want to think about that. Yeah. Luckily that we won though. Yeah, we did. Um, one item of note that did happen in the uh, 71st minute, uh, Gio uh, Vaccaro had a nasty collision with the uh, the Roots keeper. and uh, Got a yellow for it, too. 
Yeah, and I th- we thought maybe, well, you know, maybe just, you know, you know we, the, from where we were at, we were a long ways away from it. We were thinking, well, you know, maybe it's just, you know, he's you know, banged his nose or got a cut or something like that. And um, turns out we find out later that evening, the next day, that he actually had to go in for surgery. Um, yeah, he came off the field immediately. And he, he, yeah. was, he came on at like the 62nd minute and then came off at the 71st minute. So, or whenever he got back up to, uh, uh, from the collision. Right, right. And, but we didn't really think a lot of it. You know, I thought, oh, you know, maybe he's bleeding. They'll just pull him off. And uh, to find out that he had to, had to have surgery, um, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, it, it's you know, nothing too terrible. I haven't had an update in the so, last day or so. So I, I, I do have some sources. Um, should be out. Uh, his, surgery went well for him. Um, should be back to playing in a few weeks. Well, hopefully we're still playing in a few weeks. But we can so talk about it's, that. Uh, uh, if he's listening, Gio, just focus on training, man. Yeah. Team's got you until then. Yep, so that uh, wraps up the, the match. Um, any any closing thoughts? I'm happy that we got a win. But, you know, I was hoping for more goals. Um, I, I I thought I thought we played well. I thought we played well enough to win five one. Um, I, I really think we have the best team in the conference still. Um, even though this was a two one hiccup, kind of, but it's we got a lot of depth back there. Um, yeah, I know sure. Miles. Like wasn't there. Alex Smith wasn't really playing for most of the match. Um, we got depth in the back. We have depth in the midfield. We got depth on the wings. We're we're learning, and uh, Angus Taylor is starting to put the ball into the back of the net. Like it's there's there's reasons to be excited about our team. Do you think that Angus will be our goal scorer this year? The man, the goal scorer. What do you mean? It will be. Okay. He's leading the team in goals this year. Well, lead right now, but still, the season's not over. He's yet. got five goals on the team. The next highest is Ida Coimbra with four, um, and then we got uh, a couple people with two, and that's Giancarlo Vaccaro and another one who hasn't played since uh, week two. I think with, uh, is Charles Alondu. Yeah, but what about uh, like I said, Cornbra and um, Taylor? It's going to be have a little dog fight there for for leading. Uh, goal I don't score? know, man. I I so Edu playing on that top middle, he looked amazing on there, Brian. If you it, watch the last thirty minutes of the game okay. when you have a chance, because the movement from Edu Coimbra and the passing that he had it is is special at this level. Um, I I think he's better in that center top than he is on the wing, and that's saying something. Okay, I'll be sure to do that. All right, do we want to wrap up a uh, game review? And I think we'll move on to uh, hearing a post game interview with head coach Tommy right after this. This episode is sponsored by Print Kingdom. Print Kingdom is a local veteran-owned business offering custom screen-printed goods to help elevate and make your small business or organization stand out from the crowd. Uh, here, here we are with Coach Tommy. Uh, so what are your thoughts on the match today? Yeah, so, so post-game thoughts, obviously, uh, I'm sure I'll reflect differently tomorrow, but just off of uh, top of my head, um, 
you know, with the, with the delay obviously coming out and, you know, losing some of the momentum we had in the second half, we still could have gone up 3-0, but, you know, we made it hard on ourselves again and uh, concede again and uh, some things that we need to just work, work on and, and get better at. But overall, the performance um, I thought was really good. The boys stepped up. Uh, the group's been preparing really well and um, especially the first 15, 30, 40 minutes showed that. So, no, overall happy. It was great to see some fresh faces out there uh, in the, the lineup this time. Um, hope we could see a little bit more of that. Yeah, you know, and we have to obviously manage some of the workload. Um, you definitely will be seeing more, more of that. Um, but again, there's no team A, team B. It's just, uh, you know, what, what, how we prepare over the week, during the week, um, in preparation to obviously the opponent and what we need. But the boys have done a fantastic job in training. The boys have done a fantastic job adjusting to some things uh, with weather delays and, and training um, delays and whatnot. So. Uh, hats off to them. They've worked really hard to prepare, and you know, again, you can see some of the stuff that we work on day in, day out, um, come to life. Now it's about making it realistic for 90 minutes. All right, thank you, Tommy. We will see you in Pensacola on Saturday. Thank you very much. See you. Then. And we're back. All right, so let's talk about player of the match, guys. Again, you're going to have to help me out here. Uh, let's start with you, Dan. Who, who do you think uh, earned player of the match honors after um, this game? I had uh, Gavin Pinzone, and the reason is usually my reason for picking anyone for anything is work rate. I thought he had a lot of hustle. Um, he made some um, you know key defensive plays when those were needed. Um, and also he has uh, amazing locks, that flowing hair was uh is player of the matchable in my books all right uh derek who did you think i had uh, mike thomas player of the match? um i thought on the left hand side he did fantastic um he made it into some uh um, dangerous positions he was a team player with getting the balls in to cross he was tracking back defensively um I, I thought he played great, and uh, after watching the game also, uh, another person that I think was outstanding that we didn't really call out that much was Zachary Reynolds. Um, I thought he played very well uh, on that back line. Um, I actually thought he played better than uh, uh, than Gavin. Um, Gavin was that center man at, that was um, uh, last line of defense in front of uh, Cam, but uh, I, I thought Zach, uh, Reynolds was uh, very instrumental in breaking the lines um, at times, and I honestly wouldn't mind seeing either one of those guys in the main starting lineup when we get into the thick of things um, next to Miles Shanley and um, uh, Alex Smith. I would actually like to see Gavin um, move out left um, to play along with those guys, honestly. You have like a manager's mind, Derek. It's her thorough. It, it's. I like Redmore. He just, to me, he just it just doesn't feel like he's plays with confidence all the time. And Gavin just seems natural in this system, so that's why I'm like, I, I think we'd be better if he was there. And um, Reynolds, I looked him up. Apparently, he was playing for um, Michigan Stars last year, which, were, if I'm not mistaken, they were. Um, 
NISA champions, right? They were NISA champions, yeah, this last year. So he, he's he knows how to be involved on a winning side. So I don't know how much he played there or whatever, but it's uh, well, we'll see. So Tommy Tommy knows more about soccer than I'll ever know. So, but Derek Tommy does we trust. Derek does has that that well known uh, NISA bias. He is a NISA guy. So, um. hey, I I just like the fact of uh, if we're ever going to have pro rel uh, sound an alarm um <laughs> it, it, the most likely scenario is if nisa actually is successful hey derek a, li- so, a light a light just went off somewhere and the avengers are now assembling so you just call us that yeah i i think uh, ted westerfeld's gonna be retweeting our podcast in a moment oh boy <laughs> all right so but one thing talking about that back line um that i forgot to mention we were closing out about the matches one thing we didn't see any of this match that we've seen quite a few matches recently none of those little silly uh back passes um and those little miscues in the back, we I don't remember a single instance uh, in this match, and I could be wrong um, of, no, the, of, of the, any of those little things. There, there wasn't that, but one thing I was a little uh, scared about was, uh, maybe it was because we're playing the roots, um, but our def- last line of defense was attacking more um, with a ball at their feet. And when we did turn it over, we we were caught with a, a numbers disadvantage a few times. I know normally when we have our normal back three of uh, Miles, Alex, and Redmore, they they attack when they have chances, but they don't they don't force it as often. They they're they're more than content to sit with the ball and wait for the pass to open up. Yeah, but I think some of that was by design. This right. Week. Yeah. So right. No. 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 I. I. I agree. Um. But it just. It. It. It is scary at times when you only have a one goal lead and you see in the center back of a. Um. Of a three back line, just completely leave and then we turn the ball over. It's like oh shit. Yeah. So. Right, right. So Brian, who did who did the uh, our listeners uh, choose for man of the match? Yeah. So no pyro, no podcast fan vote for player of the match. In the Armada 2-1 victory over the Roots, uh, we had four players up for vote. Angus Taylor, Micah Thomas, Gavin Penzone, and Jed Bowman. Uh, this time, it looked like Gavin, excuse me, it looks like Gavin Penzone is going to take the award with 46.9% of the vote of 32 votes. So congratulations, sir. Once again, the people stand with me. Two weeks in a row. How about that? We're going to have to start tracking that more. <laughs> Every dog uh, has its day. Yeah, well, <laughs> what do they say? Bro- a, bro- them, a, a broken clock is right twice a day. Just remember that. So I am the broken clock. We'll, the see broken what happens. clock. we'll see what happens this week. So um, I want to thank everybody, right, so, everybody who participated. So uh, we, we did have one other game in the Gulf Coast. Dan, you want to tell us about it? That was... Um, on Saturday night, it was uh, New Orleans hosted Tallahassee, and they played to a 2-2 tie. So um, I was surprised Tallahassee held up as well as they did after all the traveling they had in that uh, that span going east and west and back. So 2-2 uh, so tie. It, it, in seven days, they had a 2-2 draw against Southern States. They had the uh, 2-1 loss to the Armada. And away, and then they go all the way to New Orleans three days later and get a two-two draw against uh, New Orleans on the road. 
Yeah, not. I, uh, I know not you don't want shabby. two points in two points in uh, possible nine. That's a very respectable two points right there. What I wanted to do was track their mileage and see if we can come up with how many points per mile or how many goals per mile or miles per, <laughs> miles per actually it'd be miles per goal, I guess. Um, you know, and the, the, that they earned. Yeah, uh, Brian, we need to work on that. Let's see what we can. Uh, oh, we this can is going to all be good off season work. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I'm We're sure you be can, ready next season. I'm sure you can work a work a spreadsheet out on that for us. Absolutely. All right, so let's look at the standings. I'm going to go ahead and run through those here. Um, we have four clubs through seven games, two clubs through eight. Uh, and at this point, we do have a tie uh, by points for first and second. Uh, right now, Southern State Soccer Club is leading the Gulf Coast Conference at 14 points. Um, they are breaking their tie with the Armada also at 14 points, only by goal differential. They're leading by four in the in the goal differential between uh, them and Armada. Uh, the third place club, we have New Orleans Jesters standing alone at 12 points. Uh, fourth place, we have Tallahassee SC at 11 points. And we also have Pensacola FC at 11 points. They're in fifth, however, due to goal differential. Uh, Pensacola is behind on goal differential by like seven. Oh, uh, Pensacola has eight points. Oh, excuse me. Yep, I misread that. Thank you. All right, so yeah, fifth Pensacola FC standing alone at eight points. And then last, of course, Florida Roots FC, zero points. First um, off, you forgot AFC Mobile, who is still ahead I'm of Florida not, Roots. No. That's your thing, Derek. I'm not I'm not acknowledging AFC <laughs> Mobile. They Come do on. not exist right play, now. Play along. They exist in our hearts. Yes. Uh, uh, until the Roots get a point, I am making sure they get mentioned in every single standings. For sure. But that wraps up the standings. So let's look ahead at um, what's coming up this weekend. So we got three games on the schedule on Saturday, June 4th. Um, we have 8-5-0 Cup matchup with Tallahassee SC uh, hosting the Florida Roots at Gene Cox Stadium. We have New Orleans Jesters in third place hosting the Southern State Soccer Club. Um, they're playing at Pan America Stadium on Saturday. Um, and we have the Jacksonville Armada going to Pensacola playing at Shoreline Field on Saturday. So this is a really big um, weekend. It's pretty much moving day for everyone. There are some serious playoff implications um, going on with everything. Right now, Pensacola is sitting outside the playoffs. They honestly need a win this weekend um, to keep them in any contention for the playoffs. Um, a loss to the Armada combined with a, a Tallahassee Soccer Club win doesn't eliminate them from the playoffs, but it puts them at two games left on the season and needing to make up six goals or six points and eight goals, which it's pretty much unrealistic. Tough ask. Uh, yeah. So it, it's it, it pretty much if Pensacola doesn't um, doesn't beat the Armada or doesn't at least get a draw, they're pretty much eliminated at this point. And we have our top four teams set for the playoffs. Just got to figure out the order that they're going to be. So um, <clears throat> Right now, though, Pensacola can still catch New Orleans as well. So the New Orleans-Southern States game is very important um, because 
Jesters are sitting at a max possible points of 21. Um, Southern States and their Mata are both max possible of 23. So they're all three of those teams are still fighting for that top seed in the Gulf Coast Conference. So th- those are that that game in New Orleans is a huge matchup, and the game in uh, Pensacola is a huge matchup for the Armada as well to stay out. Who no one wants to lose points in this. Everyone wants to be the one setting the pace on everything. And then if you're a Tallahassee supporter, you got to be looking at getting all three points against Florida Roots um, because. Is your goal just to make the playoffs, or is the goal to actually host the playoff game, which would need mean to be you need to be in the top two? So, right now their max points per game, seventeen. So if they win out, uh, which would put them at a one point seven. Um, right now they need some help. If they're going to do it. So, but if 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 they find a way to beat um, beat Pensacola. And I forget who's uh, Tallahassee's last game is against, or uh, they beat Florida Roots this game, and I think their last game is against Pensacola. Um, I think they have a chance to make it to the second or third seed, um, which gives them an opportunity to either host the first round or if things go their way, maybe host the second round of the playoffs. I just want to jump in real quick and say, isn't it a dream for like an all Eastern time zone postseason play? You know, I know it probably, I don't think it was going to happen, but just calling that out. Okay. So, yeah, I never, uh, really, I never really thought about that. Hmm. Yeah. I guess we all can have our dreams. Yeah. Hey, I would love to see Tallahassee. And I honestly, I wish the NPSL did things like um, uh, USL 2, where they, once you make the playoffs in your region, everyone kind of, plays each other and not just golf coasts would play each other not um, funneling it through a conference first yeah yeah ju- only only reason why is because it would open up the chance to seeing some of these guys um that we play in our conference in the open cup which i think would help for local rivalries in the future but that's another point that you guys probably don't want me going going on a rant so thank you but, save that for an off-season episode but you guys got any um hot takes uh for this weekend's matchups you got uh, uh i know brian's already thrown out tallahassee florida roots with a draw yeah i think tallahassee florida roots tie just going on 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 my stalwart you know tallahassee se tying out the rest of the season um I want to see New Orleans upset Southern States. You know, at home, I want to see the New Orleans get three points and really rock the Southern States world. If I'm being honest, I think this will be a hard game for the Armada this weekend. I don't know why. Just a gut. So go ahead. Not only are we going to be without Giancarlo Vaccaro, we're also going to be without Mason Tunbridge as well for this game. So are we going to find out how deep the, the team is now? Oh, we're deep. Uh, we, we still have um, uh, Linus Dahl and uh, Toby McCollum to play in that midfield. So we, we should be good there. So why the worry? 
I'm just letting you know who won't be there. All right. So I don't know. do I just, do with the information as you will. Sure. But I'm just saying coming into the season, I had us losing a match to Pensacola on my sheet as my prediction. So you, you guys remember with... how the first game played out at Bishop Kenny, right? They, they, uh, they scored that early goal um, off a miss, uh, miss hop that the ball hit Miles Shanley in the chin. And then the Armada came back at one, two, one. But if you looked at the run of play of things, Pensacola, I think, had two or maybe three shots the whole freaking game. In the first half, they only had one shot, and it happened to be the goal. It's. I like our chances. Um, Pensacola always has a well-coached team, but th- this, I-, I think Florida Roots is, is a tougher game for the Armada than Pensacola is. Hmm. I'm not sure what to say about that. Don't know. Don't know about that. But I can... I, uh, I see Tallahassee taking Florida Roots easy. Um, I hope the... You know, I agree. I'm with Brian. I hope the Jesters uh, do a number on Southern States just because it's Southern States. Um, I think for our match, I'm looking at... Uh, We'll scrape by 2-1. Okay. Want my clean sheet, but I don't think we're going to see it. Are you, so I think we win 3 nothing. Ooh. I, I think we actually get a clean that's sheet. That's a this, hot this. take. That is <laughs> hot. We, we get our first clean sheet of the season, and the people that are going to the game are going to enjoy it. And the people that are going to be watching the game on the, on the broadcast are going to be like, Damn, should have went to this game. Especially when they have to listen to the match commentary. We'll get to that in just a moment. Oh no, let's let's get into that now. Let let's uh, so after the after the what game did we play? The Tallahassee game. I I got home and turned on the broadcast so we can I can see what uh what was going on in Pensacola. To I think they were playing the Jesters that week. And I caught the last 10 minutes, and as soon as I got home, I ended up messaging Brian, Dan, and James. I'm like, y'all got to listen to this. It's a, it's a treat of a gem. Like They, they weren't even talking about the game for the whole, whole broadcast uh, the, until like five minutes left in the game. Like It was the weirdest thing ever. Then I tweeted at the guy, and they, they called me out on the, on the broadcast, and uh, they've been... They've been hounding me ever since on Twitter. <laughs> All right. So we're going to try something that we've never tried before. We're actually going to try to play a few clips back from uh, from that broadcast just to uh, give you a little bit of a preview of what you're in for. My grandmother. Grandma Mays. Yes. And when served a nice plate of food, she'd say, mm, boy. <laughs> She called lunch dinner and dinner supper. P-I-E-D. All pied? Sounds good. She makes me hungry. I like pie. I love apple pie. What's your favorite? Me? Yeah. Man, I'm, I like, uh, we have a peanut butter chocolate 
pie up at work that's really good. Oh. Is it your favorite? Right now it is. <laughs> it's the sea salt caramel up there. Oh, I love sea salt caramel. Hey, uh, Stax, what's your favorite pie? Um, my favorite pie, I'd have to go with the classic pecan pie. Oh, yeah. But there's other pies. There's cheese, cheesecake is obviously cake, but it usually isn't a pie dish. Is it a cake? I think it's pie. It's pie. I would have said that. I mean, a cho- what about a chocolate cream pie? Boston? Is that what that's called? Look, I like all pie. Yeah, I'm not gonna turn See what I'm saying? See what I did there, KP? I, I did. I did. Well, I thought it was a very lovely story. And you tell it so well. With such enthusiasm. I had this month's special, Royal Reds, which if you don't know, if you ain't from the Emerald Coast, you don't know about Royal Reds. They're big old shrimp. Might as well be lobster. Mm. Baby lobster. It was good, wasn't it? It was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I will say that uh, when I saw that special up, I was like, eh, I probably won't get that. Let me tell you why. I grew up here. I'm not a seafood guy. How weird is that? Okay. I do like shrimp, though. And I love shrimp in all different ways. Boiled and uh, broiled and fried and, you know, shrimp cocktail, all that stuff. I had never had it like that. And it was delicious, KP. Right? Yes. I don't know what y'all's special uh, sauce is. G-Love and Special Sauce. Anyway, like I was saying, shrimp is the fruit of the sea. You can barbecue it, boil it, broil it, bake it, saute it. There's um, shrimp kebabs, shrimp creole, shrimp gumbo, pan-fried, deep-fried, stir-fried. There's pineapple shrimp, lemon shrimp, coconut shrimp, pepper shrimp, shrimp soup, shrimp stew, shrimp salad. Shrimp and potatoes, shrimp burger, shrimp sandwich. That's that's so. Derek and I got this firsthand. Like he mentioned before, he had um, brought up the match and kind of thought there was something wrong with his audio because I think at that point they were talking about uh, the school system. Uh, Yeah, I I refreshed the page twice thinking that there was something wrong. Right. The Derek messages me and says. Hey, you got to check this out. So there was thunderstorm going over. I I pulled over, and they were talking about uh, the band G Love and Special Sauce. I was like, Oh my God, this is, is this really happening? Um, and so then I went back home and uh, Oh, there's a shot on goal. Oh yeah, it'd be blah 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 blah. Oh, a shot on. Goal. <laughs> hey, did I tell you about the time I went to Atlanta and saw concert? Or then we get the shrimp talk or um. Yeah, as you heard, the um, is cheesecake a pie? You know, so um, but here's the we got to ask Stuart Weber that now. Yeah, so the, here's the thing: this will blow your mind. I just started running. It, this, this will blow your mind, Brian. This was all during the run of play. This was not during breaks and play. This was during the run of play. What are your thoughts? I 
love it, honestly. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, you guys have to understand. Like, I am a baseball radio, like, oh straight my to God. my heart love guy. So, so make, make sure you tweet at Marketable Sport, uh, May Sports, and about 11 other people they tagged me in, uh, like a week later when I was on my way to Nashville, um, to let me know about the broadcast. Jesus. I, and I cannot and, wait. And I find I find it entertaining, but not while I'm watching soccer. Baseball, yeah, because you got a lot you got a lot of gaps to fill in, but there was, you know, no, stuff going even on. Baseball, I want them to cover the game at least. I don't want to hear about the game like once every like ten minutes. I'll just I'd rather have it <laughs> muted and just watch the game or play well, some music. If you have it on video, you're seeing what's happening. Derek. Oh, so yeah. might as well oh. fill the rest of the air with Brian, Brian coming in with the hot take. All the, all the different ways you can have shrimp, you know, you know shrimp <laughs> or sandwich. Pie. Yeah, or pie. And and and, and dinner, supper, and supper is, uh, is dinner. Dinner, right? And lunch yeah. is lunch is supper. Supper lunch is dinner. L- l- lunch yeah, is, well, lunch is thing, by the way. Just to uh, clarify uh, for everyone else. Okay. Oh, so here we go, Brian. Brian coming in. Uh, with I'm not claiming I'm a Midwestern. I'm only I'm, I'm only Midwestern by 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 marriage. So, but yeah. Anyways, so so for those uh, of you like, who... I can't wait. I can't wait till we're at the watch party, uh, for this weekend because I know that they're also going to be showing the sound. the USA uh, right. Gold Cup match, right. and I'm going to be asking them to turn that one down. Right. <laughs> In the, in the bar, uh, I would bring bring your earbuds and bring it up on your phone because I doubt you're going to be able to hear it. But there's some, some quality, you know. It, it's hey, a, but honestly, their stream though is top notch. A hundred percent, top notch. Best video in the league. Wahoos or whatever they call the Blue Wahoos, I think team that does it. From what I heard, well, it's the same. It's the same. It's the marketable sports people. I think. That yeah, was, yeah. That was the whole thing, and so you know, it, it's you know, I have mixed feelings. You know me, I love a good joke. I like to, to cut up and laugh, but during during the run of play, I I sort of struggle with that a little bit. Um, you know, if you're half time, not soccer people. They, they they aren't. They they clarified that in about thirty tweets to me on um on saturday uh this past week um that they aren't soccer people this is like their real first foray into it and they were asking about advice and uh um but they 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 were kind of shocked at my uh i'd rather watch this on mute than listen to them during the soccer match um, i think while we're there i may wander up into the booth on saturday say hello introduce yourselves yeah maybe do a little cameo and i can uh, plug the podcast uh, I might get a get a yes, selfie. Oh yeah, definitely. I definitely do that. At least, at least but, not make sure you take that press pass. Yeah, I've got that. No problem. I've got that tucked away. And I have. I've, I found. You know, honestly, uh, I I think if we wanted to, they would probably let us jump in to help broadcast the match. But, that's what um... scares me. <laughs> then I'll probably get get uh, get called out. So, yeah. I want to be able to watch and enjoy the game and not not worry about that. That's sort of what I bring the podcast is, you know, is I got my eight to five career going on. I don't need another one. This podcast is enough for me as a side hustle. Brian, uh, Brian is is a life crisis. Brian is a hot dog, a sandwich. Oh, um, no. I think I I had that argument last week with the family. So cereal, a soup. 
Uh, oh god! No. I think I I settled that the other day. It's not. It has to be uh, with the vegetable or beef broth base to be qualified as a soup, according to Webster's Dictionary. Anyway, I digress. All right. Well, hold on. Then I ask you: uh, Is chili a soup? Chili, I would would think would be classified Ooh. more than stew because of the thickness. Ooh, but, wow, that hey, was a good one. <laughs> we'll, hold on, we'll no, say, I think we're getting a little heavy in Pensacola territory now. Yeah, we are. But see, but that's what I bring to the podcast. So I, I have a hard time criticizing <laughs> him in one way because that's sort of my my my. Can, can we all agree on this though? Pineapple belongs on pizza. Yes, hundred percent. Okay. All right. Okay. You can add all of us on that one. Okay, so I think we're going to wrap this up. Um, everybody who's traveling to Pensacola this weekend, safe travels. Those that See are staying, there. yep. Those that are staying home, uh, safe, not so far travels. Uh, like I said, uh, Brian mentioned there's going to be a uh, a doubleheader watch party with uh, Gold Cup and the Armada match. Um, yep. Check your social medias for that. I think that was just. Although uh, I think Section Nine Hundred Four is the one hosting it, so yeah. just check with them. And it could be any of the other subgroups. It could be the Fence Ultras. Could be Bold City Ultras. Um, could be Rail Yard Rats. It could be Section Nine Hundred Four Specialists. Yeah, it could be Ultra Moms. We we just don't Duval know. Devils, Duval Devils. Duval Devils. Yeah, there you go. Um, but you know, so lots of groups out there. So uh, we'll give them give them props to everyone. So that's going to wrap episode number 12, I believe, up. Um, I'll Thank leave you with. Thank you for listening, if you still are. Yeah, if you still, yeah basically, <laughs> if you still are. We've sort of got off the rails, but uh, we want to thank our friends at Marketable Sports for... Uh, friends for... is loose. <laughs> okay. Acquaintances. Acquaint- yeah, yeah. Those of you that may have stumbled across this on accident. All right, so I'm going to leave you with Go Armada. Bubbles Armada. <laughs> Take care of yourselves.